it's Liz Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions, so for coverage of the game and everything that happened in Miami, check out the Ringer NFL show for their game recap. And on the site, you can read Danny Heifetz on Andy Reid, Roger Sherman on Patrick Mahomes, and Robert Mays on Kyle Shanahan's Super Bowl Deja Vu. On the Ringer's YouTube channel, make sure to check out Slow News Day with Kevin Clark live from Miami with a bunch of special guests like Miles Teller and Glenn Powell. You can watch and subscribe at youtube.com slash the ringer. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with the Kardashians, or maybe keeping up with them. (laughs) 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 Uh, We're parsing Jessica Simpson's new memoir, and we're playing a really cursed game of FMK. Thank you, Kate. You're so welcome. Every time we hear the bell, we have to change topics. And now, let's spill the tea. All right, first category, as always, Tea Time checks in with, against our better judgment, we're still talking about the Kardashians because we want to. And there's a couple of things of note that came up this week. Jam Session covered their Architectural Digest spread, but we're going to focus on Stormy's second birthday, Kylie Jenner's Harper Bazaar cover, and then the accompanying Kanye Kim video, which they did not cover. So Amelia, Stormy's second birthday. Stormy's second birthday it was the same exact theme as last year. Yeah. <laughs> Stormy World. I was looking at photos and I was like, this, isn't this what they did last year? And it, it was. Mm-hmm. They She repurposed the giant Stormy face, oh my God. mouth, entrance, blow up thing, which is yeah. like, one, where are you storing this? Right. <laughs> Two, why? Just why? Why do we need to bring this up again? It's did, actually horrifying. Did they age her by a year? Did they change yes. anything to the it mouth? Looks older. Really? Yeah. Wait, no. I think she looks older. I haven't it's seen It's definitely a newer Stormy. Okay. Well, but, and then <laughs> but it's still like stars in my nightmares. And there, oh my God. There's like her as like a mascot head. Why does she think her child is ugly? I don't know. And then all of these things. See, yeah, that's a two-year-old Stormy. Right. Okay, yes. And there's, like, the giant, like, I think Travis Scott kind of had one where it was, like, Astral World with roller yes. coasters. And so it's, yes. like, the Stormy version. Yes. But again, it's the same party. It's, her child is so cute, and she's so committed to yeah. making these giant sculptures and giant balloon <laughs> versions of her head where she looks so creepy. Yeah. You could tell Kylie Jenner has too much money to spend on this because she did each different section of whatever warehouse they rented out was a different installation of Stormy's favorite thing. So they had like a trolls corner where yeah. like everything was decked out with that child's movie trolls. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they had like a frozen corner where everything was ice. It's just too many things. And that's when you know you, you got to be wealthy enough to pick one theme, but you don't need to be wealthy enough to pick seven. Yes. Right. Speaking of Kylie Jenner's wealth. Yes. Uh, she was on Harper's Bazaar this week. And she did what we need to just stop doing, which is a Marie Antoinette-themed magazine cover. People do it all the time. It's kind of like, you know how they're like, when people are comparing things to Harry Potter, they're like, read a different book. Mm. Like, pick a different female historical figure. You know what I think it is? My working theory is that 
people like to see themselves with blush on, but it's real. Natural uh. makeup's really in right now, so everyone likes to see themselves yeah. in that kind of like theatrical makeup. I get it. It's fun. Just like Rihanna did it. Ali Wong really recently did one. I think last year. Like we can just retire it. But in this case, it works in a very ironic way <laughs> uh, for this Kylie Jenner spread. So she has like her staff behind her. She's like in this office space, obviously like dressed as Marie Antoinette. Everyone knows, like you know the whole let, let the meat cake, cake. etc. So there was a lot of Twitter reactions being like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, did anyone here realize who Marie Antoinette was? Like, why yeah. did they do this? Obviously, I think that was the point. Like, yeah. the point was that it fits her to a T and like maybe she didn't realize that. But like yeah. that was kind of the staging. Yeah. Honestly, I was kind of into it. Like her whole made up face. First of all, she didn't really do the whole makeup thing. She just kind of kept her like fake Instagram of course, face. Of she course. did. <laughs> and like I kind of liked sort of the commentary on like, that was the ridiculous over-the-top makeup of then. And, like, this is the ridiculous over-the-top makeup of now. And, like, this face is the one that everyone is, like, replicating. That's and like, true. just I just kind of liked it. I, I liked sort of the then and now. And, like, it, this is just as ridiculous as that was then. And, like, we'll look back on this and be like, what were we thinking? Yeah, I honestly respected the fact. I don't know if you read the actual spread inside the magazine, Kate. I was going to let that slide by okay. without an answer. <laughs> I did not. Um, I skimmed it. And what I respected the most, this was apparently a 10-hour photo shoot. She, like the genius that she is, took so long to shoot this with the hair and the makeup outfit changes. She left 30 minutes to talk to this interviewer. I did see that oh part, actually. And the, the person, I can't remember who wrote it, wrote several paragraphs. And then, you know, six paragraphs down, they're like, I bet you're wondering why she, I haven't pulled a quote yet. And it's because I had 30 minutes to talk to her. <laughs> Which is absurd for like a magazine uh, cover. It's genius. I mean, Chris yeah. Jenner was like, you know, lurking she probably <laughs> elongated that shoe. And then I guess she went home to um, put Stormy to bed at 730. Yeah, yeah, there's looking at the shoot, there's no way that needed 10 hours. Definitely like, not. Like, there's no way. Especially she does that makeup Right. She does not change her makeup the whole time. They yeah. just throw a different wig and a different dress on. And then yeah. she stands there and makes the exact same face that she always makes because right. she can't make another face. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't know why that would have taken so long. And a part of the spread, she did the what I eat in a day oh. thing, which I also watched. And we have a lot of similarities, me and Kylie Jenner. But <laughs> Do you? she has a very different lifestyle. But um, she starts with celery juice or bone broth both of which I really like. And then she says she ate, she, I got a lot of weird tidbits from her. The actual video itself is extremely boring. <laughs> and she speaks in that classic monotone voice. But here's what I learned. She ate in and out once a week while she was pregnant. Her coffee order is an iced vanilla latte with oat milk. She loves Corona Light with lime, which like— You guys are so similar. <laughs> really shocking. Bud Light Lime is technically my favorite, oh, right. but I'm Corona sorry. with Different, lime— Sorry, wrong light beer. —is really good, too. And they're a peanut-free household, which I didn't realize. And she oh. gave a lot of other pretty boring info. She like, likes chicken with veggies for lunch. <laughs> Whatever. It's all pretty straightforward. She gave me nothing really juicy to work with, mm -hmm. but— Just the celery juice. Yeah, That's just the it. celery juice. All right, what's our last Kim and Kanye? So Jam Session covered the spread— Everyone at this point knows their house is really creepy. We've talked about it on Tea Time and Ringer Dish and like all these other things. But I wanted to focus on the Q&A they did after on YouTube where they just went back and forth and asked each other questions. Learned some, I don't know if you can call it interesting, but just <laughs> trivia for those who are listening. Kim has never once been in their pool in their house. And the they don't have a jacuzzi because Kanye didn't like the look of a jacuzzi. So they turned their pool into it, it like heated as a jacuzzi. Ooh. The pool is like a hundred something degrees. It's just all like a the giant time. hot tub. Yes. I kind of like that. Do you? Well, it's like a warm bathtub. I don't know. I'm kind of into it too, actually, I have to say. <laughs> and then North crashed halfway through the video, which was extremely cute that because cute. it actually <laughs> broke 
the frozenness that was happening on the screen. <laughs> and then like Kim asks Kanye, she's like, what was the inspiration behind the design of the house? And North is like, I don't know. Aww. And it's very sweet. What else can I tell you about this fucking video? Kanye says his specialty <laughs> is not liking stuff. We um, know. We know. And then when Kim asked, what's the most prized possession in the house? Kanye said, you. Yeah, so okay. then, oh, wow. then, He's uh, not going to be like, my granite sinks. <laughs> like, come on. I know. Anyway, we're done with that. We can move on. <laughs> All right. Next category is this week in social media. Okay, I'm starting off. This technically happened last week, but we missed it on the pod. And I do want to talk about it, Mm -hmm. A, because it went super viral, and B, because this group of people eat a lot of salads. So I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. Uh, A former Bachelor producer, Alon Gale, tweeted, I've got some news for you people about why your salads are dull and flavorless. Are you ready for some news? And then it's a whole thread about how to make your salads better. Oh, sounds boring as a concept. (laughs) And you're like, Liz, why are you talking about this? But he gave some helpful tips. Are you ready, Amelia? I'm so ready. Okay. He says we're forgetting to season our ingredients. He says we need to add salt and pepper and citrus to like each individual ingredient that goes into a salad. Oh, Already, I don't do that. Yeah, no. That's weird, I think. toss plain things in there. Yeah, I think that's what like most people This do. is what he's saying. This is the problem. This is why. This, this is, is why, why he needed eat. a thread about it. <laughs> this went super viral, by the way. We're not just randomly talking about this. There are like a right. lot of articles about this man's salad rant. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Sounds boring again, but uh, I Also, swear. he has a lot of like all caps, a lot of like exclamation points. He got right. really into it. Yeah. Here's what we should be adding into the salad to make it better. Radishes, jalapenos, mm. herbs, like parsley, cilantro, feta cheese, horseradish. Ooh. He basically went down the line and was like, you're doing everything wrong. And based on how much I've grown to hate sweet green, I think you might be right. <laughs> I know. Our salad, you, first of all, you, this is a Liz Kelly problem partially because I believe her last sweet green order was like a bowl of kale with like apples, balsamic vinaigrette, and like a single pear slice. <laughs> You're right. That actually is a really good salad <laughs> order. This is a tea time podcast. This is a what Liz Kelly eats in a day podcast <laughs> as of now. Anyway, I know he says 2020 is the year of exciting salads, you guys. <laughs> okay. So it's time to get hype. Wow. Okay. That's Great. really funny because I, when you wrote that in there, I decided not to like Google it or anything. Uh-huh. I thought it was him getting in a fight with that <laughs> viral Twitter account, Kale Salad. Oh, oh I, I know about oh, this. Okay. But it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> was this better or worse than him getting in a fight? No, this with is Kale? better. This okay. is better. Okay. 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 All right. Good next save. one. All right. Uh, you may have seen on Twitter this week something going around about Amazon dating. And basically, there was a parody site that was put up. I did not immediately realize it was a parody site, which was kind of the point. Ani Akopian tweeted, I wasn't having much luck with dating apps, so I partnered with Amazon to make a better one. AmazonDating.co. So you click on it, and it looks like an Amazon sales page, but it's pictures of people with reviews and stars. And you can search by height or acts of love, like love (laughs) language, like acts of service, physical touch. And basically, it's like a combination Amazon slash dating site. And like, you can look at different angles of people and like, look at past reviews and like, look up like former relationships. So I like genuinely clicked on it and was like, is this real? Because like Facebook just created a dating site. Mm. Like, obviously, this wouldn't be the format if it was Amazon's. But for a second, I was like, are we living in Black Mirror? Yeah. Is this real? Like, this is too real? So basically, these people like really bought into the parody. Like somebody did like an unboxing video (laughs) and like did like hashtag ad and did like a two hour same day delivery of their date. Basically, just all of these, like, gross little things where it's like, this could be real. Like, this is where we're heading. Yeah. So, yeah, that, like, sort of caused an existential crisis uh, when I truly, genuinely was like, does this thing exist? And it could. Me as well. Any past 
partner or person I've even come across could rate me, myself, yeah. I would be extremely scared. Really bad. Yeah. So yeah, that's not what you want. <laughs> also earlier this week, obviously the Super Bowl, we were really invested in that on Tea Time. And so we just wanted to do a little meme recap. I recently complained that there were no good memes in 2020. I was hoping that the Super Bowl would give us one, mm. but really none of them have had legs. I thought the Shakira tongue meme, the like, had potential, but that's really fallen off. Well, because that was rooted in actual— Right. Yeah, right, that was— right, right, right. I, Like, everyone was using it for, like, 24 hours, and, like, no one has used it since. Yeah. Um, and there was also a really brief meme where it was, like, J-Lo practicing her intro, where she, like, snapped her head to the side oh, and then right. snapped her head to the other side and, like, picked up her mic. I think that one actually may have more legs than the Shakira one. It kind of reminds me of the one with the girl on Dynasty— with the oh, red where dress. Liz Kelly's walking <laughs> yeah, along and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a similar thing. So that one may have legs. Also, I just wanted to give Amelia a shout out for calling the stripper pole inclusion. Thank you. In the Congrats. J-Lo halftime Thank show. You. Amelia, crushing the 2020 prediction so far. I as know. Long, <laughs> as long as Channing Tatum and Jesse J end up having a child in the next nine months. You Stay heard tuned. it here first. Stay tuned. All right, next one. Um, just in weird random news, Marilyn Manson. He, <laughs> you're not going to say Marilyn Manson of blah, blah, blah oh, fame. of Antichrist superstar fame. <laughs> um, he posted six days ago on his Instagram account a bouquet of what it looks like red roses with the caption, what a surprise to wake up to this morning. Thank you, J.K. Rowling. What? <laughs> with no explanation. There's nothing I can find on the internet about why, how. J.K. Rowling sent Marilyn Manson flowers. Yes. <gasps> They're creepy flowers, too. It's like— I know. I mean, it's like a scary bouquet. They're kind of like almost dead-ish roses. They're yeah. not all the way dead, but yeah. they're wilting. Wow, what a weird friendship. So I want to know, yeah, how did they meet? Yeah. How did she get his random, like, <laughs> Dracula cave address? Um, how do they know each other? Why would she give him, like, what—it seems like kind of a romantic gift. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Wow, I have 7,000 questions. And also, what is the catalyst behind— You send flowers for a birthday, for a celebration, an anniversary, yeah. or something? I feel like <laughs> my guess news. is that like they're working together on something. Will he be in the new Fantastic Beast? I think it's a professional collab. <laughs> okay. That's my prediction. What could they professionally collab no on? I have no idea. I don't want to know. Yeah. Okay, wow. we're, we're also ending this category really <laughs> random. Two quick things for me. Matthew Perry from Friends fame, as Amelia says, has joined Instagram as of today or, you know, this very, very recently. He has zero posts. <laughs> he also didn't even really try. He, his handle is at Matty Perry 4. Feels like anytime you put number in there, that's pretty good. And this is speaking from people who are at T Time underscore 33. So, like, no shame. <laughs> however, however, like celebrities, like, Right. Buy the handle that you want. <laughs> if you're going to be that late to the Instagram game, might as well enlist some help. Get your agent on the phone with Instagram and be like, get me at least Maddie Perry. <laughs> Matthew Perry may be like untouchable in some other right. way. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie Perry 4 is the weakest <laughs> shit I've ever <laughs> it, heard. It really is. And his bio is, what is this, my Instagram account? It's like, oh. what? <laughs> What's the plan wow. here? What is going to be your brand, Matthew Perry? Oh, you got to get it figured out. It's time for definitely some sort of restructure yeah. of his, you know, fame and yeah. brand of sorts. And it feels like this isn't the right path. No. Tough start. 
So don't worry, I'll keep you all posted on that. <laughs> and then lastly, for those loyal listeners who listened to last week's and didn't drop off after like, I don't know, another cursed 50 minutes of this podcast, <laughs> Shirley Temple King, which I spoke about, went really viral. He's a six-year-old who rates Shirley Temple's. He's going on Ellen now. Of course he is. I read this as Shirley Temple King as someone's name, and I was like, I don't remember you talking. Who is this person? <laughs> like Shirley Temple, like who married someone whose last name was King. Oh, I was sure. really confused by <laughs> this now, and I did not care to ask, but sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, well, there's really not much else. He just is now viral going on Ellen. He's doing the whole famous kid round. He really you is. You said that you wanted to keep him pure. You like didn't want this for him. Yeah, it's been six business days, and he's already <laughs> fucking shelled out. Shirley Temple King, I wanted more. All right. Fine, we can move on. <laughs> okay, new category this week. This is Tea Time Spark Notes because no one read the book, but we still want to talk about it. <laughs> we're just more honest. Damn session has book club, but we're more honest. So right. This is Tea it. Time Spark Notes. <laughs> You're damn nice. right. And we are covering Jessica Simpson's new book called Open Book. It was released on February 4th, uh, only two days ago, so we didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> exactly. Hence the spark notes of it all. <laughs> she covers a lot. People can't get enough of the book and the info that she's releasing for the very first time. there. Are, I mean, there's a lot of, like, dark stuff she covers. Yeah. She talks about her addiction issues, like childhood sex abuse, like all her past relationships. Some have been really toxic. Mm-hmm. But, of course, people have pulled out, you know, the really juicy stuff about her high-profile relationships with Tony Romo and John Mayer and Nick Lachey, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, because this is Spark Notes, we're just going to hit, like, top-level craziest things that you can learn in this book. And I guess if you really are intrigued, you can pick it up yourself (laughs) and read it. Should we make a disclaimer? Like, we're just kind of taking what she's saying as truth. Like, we don't know. Yeah. But, like, there's no way to prove it. So, like, she just says some crazy stuff, but we're going to take it as. But she's so open. Like, how could she not think that she's got to be. It's got to be true because she's so open about all the people. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. By the way, it's 400 plus pages. So, girl has a lot to say. (laughs) Yes, she does. Okay. So we're going to start with her. I think the thing that people are grabbing the most is her explanation of her relationship with John Mayer. Mm. We have talked on Tea Time. I was kind of back on Team John Mayer. Obviously, he's a problematic guy. He's had a long history of, like, womanizing and just yeah. kind of being a sleazy guy. A lot guy. of rumors. Turns out it's pretty much the case, or at least it was as <laughs> yeah. he was dating Jessica Simpson. He, She said that John Mayer developed his initial crush on Jessica Simpson after— her late night proactive commercials, quote, <laughs> kept him company. <laughs> really Sorry tough to start look. with that. I feel like that was the Why grossest. Why would you ever admit that to someone? Do you remember those proactive commercials? Yes. I, yes. I mean, the girl was glowing, but like to think about him and his big bachelor pad, like late at night, her fucking infomercials, like I get a weird vibe. Uh, he broke up with her dozens of times and always over email. <laughs> Kate just spit out her coffee. <laughs> I kept it. Um, he, wow. This fucking guy introduced her to Xanax, which then, oh like, you God. know, led to, like, other, like, you know, problems. And then she claims that he routinely broke up with her for material for her love songs. And oh, that, my God. Which is probably true. And I don't know. Via if, email, though. Yeah, via email. Jesus. And I don't know if you guys know, like, John Mayer has spoken about this relationship, basically talking a lot about their sex life and kind of upset. It, he, it was very clear that he uh, was obsessed with her. Perhaps like wasn't a lot of actual love and companionship. I there. think he called her like sexual napalm in yeah, like a Playboy did. interview or something. Oh, yeah, that's like gross. the one quote pretty about nasty. Yeah, Yikes. pretty nasty. Okay, other stuff we learned? Also, just a brief a brief thing about a, a gross guy. 
So while she was making the rounds on her book tour, she went on Jimmy Kimmel and she told a story about after her divorce from Nick Lachey, uh, Justin Timberlake was randomly over at her house and they shared a, quote, nostalgic kiss. And then Justin immediately took out his phone and starts texting someone. And it turns out he was texting Ryan Gosling because they had a, a bet who would kiss Jessica first when they were 12. So... And and this go. was like when they were way older. Yes, that is gross. Yeah, because it was after her divorce. Exactly. <gasps> like right after. She's holding no prisoners. I kind of love that she's just by name. Yeah, <laughs> shredding all of these out men him. out him. Yeah. yeah, men are the worst. She also kind of admits that her, uh, she waited to have sex with Nick Lachey until they got married. Mm-hmm. To like wasn't great. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, yeah, she was like, "Whoop, that was yeah. a mistake." <laughs> well, it's she was twenty two at the time. That's true. I I. <sighs> So there's also this kind of viral. Th- it's a little viral, and it involves Nick and Vanessa Lachey again. My oh God. yeah, They're I saw this. Fucking annoying. But um, so Nick and Vanessa Lachey they went on the Today Show to promote their new uh, Netflix uh, dating reality show called Love Is Blind, and I guess things got really awkward because Hoda, who was one of the hosts, she was talking about how she interviewed Jessica for her book. And she was like, oh, yeah, Jessica said that you guys are on good terms with each other and that you guys, like, sent her gifts for the birth of her children. And Nick was like, yeah. He didn't address it. He was just like, yeah, there's a mutual respect. And then Vanessa interjects, and she's like, I feel bad. You said that somebody sent her, uh, oh, oh, it wasn't us. But thank you to whoever sent it on behalf of us. And it's just, like, really awkward. And she goes on to be like, I don't, I don't know her address. And it's just like, why, why? Weird. Why Chill, you, Vanessa. Exactly. <laughs> that would be only good press for you to yeah. send gifts at, to your it, husband's ex-wife. Exactly. It's just weird. But then Jessica, she goes on Andy Cohn's radio show. <laughs> oh and she, he asks her, like, straight up. He's like, well, this is what happened when they denied giving you gifts. And then she goes into this whole thing about how she didn't, receive a gift per se, but that her gift is that Nick is happy and married with kids. Oh. And then, so, but she goes into this long explanation <laughs> where she's like, and my daughter, who's starting to understand like what divorce means, was like, why did you ever date him? Dad is more handsome. And so she like kind of throws Nick Lachey under the bus again. And then, and then Andy finally <laughs> has to like rein her in because she's talking about God knows what. And he's like, so did you get a gift from them? And she's like, I, I didn't. I didn't oh. get a gift. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, so. Oh. So she might have been lying. I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> it's all very confusing. You didn't think that the story was going to end like that, did you? <laughs> I'm a little Where lost. Where is the truth? Did John Mayer even watch your proactive commercials? <laughs> now, now I have to question everything. <laughs> We're struggling with our beverages in here today. I know. Okay, Kay, I assigned this to you. You're going to bring us up today. She talks I a little am. bit about her marriage with her Yeah, husband. so the, the final section of Open Book is basically all about her relationship and her marriage to Eric Johnson. It's a very sex-positive section. Yes. She does not hold back. She talks just about, like, how he is very spiritually connected, how their bodies are present mm. and spiritually explosive. Oh. Okay. I'm directly quoting. Basically, she said, like, they came home one weekend, like, when they first got together and, like, quote, came home and made love, and then he just never left and, like, meditated next to her koi pond. 
Um, <laughs> she talks about like a trip to Capri for her 30th birthday where he did like half-naked Tai Chi that allowed them to have sex. It was spiritually explosive. Um, and basically just like on and on and on about, and literally her final quote is she, she told her doctor when she found out that they were pregnant with her second son, Ace, I think it was some pretty powerful sex. Eric must have meditated right before. <laughs> so, you know, uh, she calls himself her sexual shaman. And it's a really strong finish to this book, I, I assume. I, I'm sorry that I made you talk about <laughs> yeah. that. How dare you? I do feel bad. Uh, We're going to yeah. just like quickly, I don't want to comment on that. I want. <laughs> I have some questions for you guys that made me think about this. What other celebrity do you guys want writing a bombshell like this who will, by name, talk about their exes, their messy past? Like, this is juicy stuff that she brings out. I don't actually care too much about Jessica Simpson, the figure. (laughs) I wasn't never, like, a huge fan of hers. Sure. But is there someone that you know has, like, very colorful past but is tight-lipped that you want releasing something like this? What immediately came to mind was the Lindsay Lohan dating list. (gasps) Ooh, yes. It just feels like there's so much potential there. I love that. Yeah. That or like Taylor Swift. Ooh. Which like would never ever happen, but like those are probably my two choices. Those are amazing Thank picks. You. I have no other comments, Amelia. No, I mean okay. that's that is yes, please. Which one of her exes do you think is like the most shook by her right? Like got that Google alert and it's like John Mayer sitting in his also bachelor pad, whatever 12 years later. I think based on the reaction that Justin Timberlake had to being caught. With that other mm. cast member recently, I think him because he's like Jessica Biel is going to be the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was you know. <laughs> I just feel like he's afraid to like make another wrong move. Yeah, and I feel like Jessica Biel would like read this and be like, "What the fuck did you wow. do?" And so that, my take is Justin Timberlake. Maybe Gosling though. Gosling has a pretty pretty shiny image. Totally. Yeah. But he didn't kiss her, though, so that's true. He was just on the receiving end of yeah. the text chain. You're right. He gets off pretty late. Uh, no, I agree with you. I think. JT. Yeah. Not a great look. I think Vanessa Lachey oh. has been shaking for weeks. <laughs> That's definitely true. Uh, yeah. I'm shocked that none of these people, I don't know why I keep bringing it back to John Mayer, but like, how did no one sign any NDAs? Or are they all expired? Like, or what is there some... Maybe they just, like, thought she was famous enough or she was going to stay famous enough that, like, she wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how these things work. Or maybe they were thinking about her persona from her TV show, and they're like, she's dumb. She's not going to write a book. Mm. Well, you thought wrong. Exactly. You did. Sucks exactly. for you. Exactly. <laughs> came for you. Amelia, you had a question. Yeah. One of the more shocking revelations that she brought up was that she apparently turned down the role of Allie, which eventually went to Rachel McAdams in The Notebook. Because of oh. the sex scene. I saw that as well. Oh, yeah. That's I, a different movie. <laughs> I, do, I don't know if I believe her. Yeah. Well, now I'm questioning everything. Also, then, depending on the timelines, <gasps> Ryan Gosling could have kissed her first. <gasps> oh Maybe my that's God. why she didn't want to do it. Oh, my God. You're so right. I don't know when timelines match up. But do you think then in this alternate universe, like maybe Jessica Simpson and Ryan Gosling would have embarked on this amazing love Romance? story off screen? Mm. Wow. Whoa. Remember the Best Kiss Award? Do you think that would have <gasps> still gone to Jessica Simpson? No. No. Wow. <laughs> That's a great question. It's a whole wow. different world. Different really world is. we're living in. Where would we be now? <laughs> what could have been? <laughs> Anyway, if you guys, you know, if that didn't tickle your fancy enough, go pick up that 400-page book and read it yourself. Okay, next category. Tea Time's biggest relationship news ever. Kate, go ahead. Ever. Okay, interesting week. First of all, I just want to give this shout-out real quick um, because I know Liz Kelly loves to talk about Camilla Maroney and Leonardo DiCaprio. So Al Pacino and his girlfriend of one year reportedly broke up. 
Um, and as we've talked about previously on the podcast, Al Pacino, uh, his longtime ex-girlfriend, sort of like life partner previously, mm-hmm. um, is Camilla Maroney's mom, who obviously Camilla Maroney is Leonardo DiCaprio's current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So Al Pacino and his more recent girlfriend apparently just broke up. I would like Al Pacino to get back together with Camilla Maroney's mom. Get married. He's never been married. Get married. Make that commitment. It's time. You're old. <laughs> and then I want Camilla Maroney. It's Mary Leonardo DiCaprio. And I would like Al Pacino to be Leonardo DiCaprio's father-in-law, officially. Are you interested in a oh. joint wedding in apparently, Italy? Apparently, they've gone on, like, double dates. There were a lot of articles being like, oh, we go on double dates. Or like, oh, seen out together. So That spans many generations. It That's- does. <laughs> There's not a ton in common there, it feels like. No. A lot of individual knowledge about different decades <laughs> in that dinner party. This is coming from uh, Miss uh, Age Gap, though. Yeah, still into it. Don't get me wrong. But just like a <laughs> lot of different knowledge. All right. That's my—I'm speaking that into the world uh, just in case it happens. Okay. Big news, actually, this time. Turns out— Excuse you. <laughs> Zendaya is now officially—it's been out. It's public. She's dating her Euphoria co-star, Jacob— Elordi. He's a very attractive man. He was also on the kissing booth and formerly dated Joey King of oh. the act. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He's kind of into the it girls. Yes. He Damn. Yes. Jacob Elordi. Um, but they were spotted. <laughs> Apparently, they've been dating for months and they were spotted wow. in New York City this week and they actually like kiss in some of these paparazzi photos. So now it's out. They've been like photographed. I guess they spent, they went to Greece together last summer. They spent oh. Thanksgiving with each other. Wow, how did we not know about this until in now? In Australia, because they were claiming they were just best friends, no, you know? Bullshit. Well, and then people were like, she has a secret relationship with Tom Holland. Yeah. yeah. People just love to ship. That's true. And what Tea Time wants to focus on is the height yes, in question. Of course. Jacob Elordi, apparently 6'4". Wow. Zendaya, apparently 5'10". And yet, in these photos, Zendaya appears to be at least a foot and a half shorter <laughs> than freaking Jacob Elordi. And Huge have, height difference here. We have two notorious tall girls in the podcast studio, me Indeed. and Kate. Do you believe that she's 5'10"? I don't believe either of those heights. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. I think Zendaya, 5'9", 5'8". I would say 5'8". Yeah. Mm. I think mm. she's just in heels all the time. And yeah. I think she's skinny. Yeah. And she's next to Tom Holland a lot. Yes. And so I would say 5'8 for Zendaya. Jacob Elordi, I think, is taller than 6'4". Do you? I what? do. He's crazy tall in the kissing booth. He was crazy tall next to Joey King, who I'm sure is short. Joey King's got to be But I like- think 6'5 is like, that guy's too tall. Whereas I think 6'4 is like, you see that on a resume and you're like, oh, this is like a tall guy. I think that we're too huh. tapped into celebrity culture where all actors are really like 5'8 and a half. And Jacob Elordi might be a true 6'4". You know? That's possible. That's true. He's way taller than Zendaya in these pictures, though. Oh, yes. We'll post a couple on our Twitter account. Yeah. Zendaya's not 5'10". I'm 5'10". Okay, you're right. Maybe like 5'8", 6'4". I buy that. Amelia, thoughts? I I mean, I trust you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All we do is analyze. (laughs) I'm fascinated. 5'10", girls, hit me up. Okay, next (laughs) one. All right. This was horrifying this week. And we're going to circle back to this a couple times in the podcast. Uh, So earlier this week, Megan Thee Stallion posted on her Instagram story a video of her laying in bed with G-Eazy uh, <laughs> of Halsey fame. Um, <laughs> and he is like, I'm not going to play it. I watched it once and I never want to see it again. He is like sucking and kissing on her cheek um, and just really going to town. Yep. And people started to hit the Twitters and yep. express their displeasure in this. <laughs> Very clearly seemed like they were together. They're, she's kind of like caressing his head. Yeah. And so there was a lot of talk about this, a lot of reactions, a lot of jokes. 
And Megan Thee Stallion eventually replied. She tweeted out and said, LOL, all right, now y'all got y'all jokes out, but I am not fucking g Easy." <laughs> and then she kind of stole somebody else's joke. Oh. A lot of people were joking because Megan Thee Stallion, obviously, typically very made up. And she is also in this video. And g Easy is just like licking her cheeks. And basically people are like, like, why is he sucking the makeup off of her cheek? And like a lot of people were making jokes about like, oh, he just loves the taste of Fenty. So Megan the Stallion essentially stole this joke and replied, wow. why was he sucking the ma- makeup off your right cheek like that hottie? A fan asked her. And Megan the Stallion said he liked Fenty. Um, so we saw everyone else make that joke before you. Yeah. And also, like, I don't believe you. Apparently, GEC also, like, has a girlfriend that was, like, posting Nicki Minaj laughing memes on her Instagram story when this was happening. What? I, mean, I just, there are so many things that I don't like about this. I am honestly was most disturbed by him, like, eating her makeup. Me too. I can think of at least five layers of things that he sucked off of her face. Like, she's so heavily made up. <sighs> yes. And even the primer, the foundation, the freaking <laughs> shimmer, the setting cream. It's like, yeah, you know, it just goes on and Especially, on. you get a lot of layers of makeup you there. You do. Um, yeah, really concerned for his... I cannot uh, have tasted good. No. That is I nasty. accidentally tasted a vino or like chapstick and I'm like... But <laughs> <laughs> he was just, just loving it. <laughs> yeah, really bad. Yes, I hate literally everything about that. He was indeed. Yes, okay, last oh one. Oh my gosh. Okay, so last week we reported that machine gun... Report. <laughs> oh, sorry. What the big quotes report. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm so, okay. To say that we've reported anything. <laughs> God, I'm doing my coffee at the wrong time today. Jesus. Um, Please keep going. Um, so, so we talked about how <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly uh, was spotted with Noah Cyrus, younger sister of Miley. But apparently, he was also spotted recently with Demi Lovato, who broke up with Austin Wilson in December. Oh, no, we liked them together. Yeah, but they were spotted leaving the Soho house in Los Angeles, and they left in separate cars. However, an eyewitness said he followed her home to her place, and then it seemed like the night would continue on from there. What? I think all of this is fake because we've talked about Machine Gun Kelly with three different women in three weeks in a row on this <laughs> podcast. True. First That's it was Kate true. Beckinsale. The next week it was Noah Cyrus. Now it's Demi Lovato. He's paying this women, these women <laughs> to make it look like he's sleeping with them because he has music coming out. Demi Lovato has music coming out. <laughs> Noah Cyrus is just thirsty for attention. Who knows about Kate Beckinsale? Um, <laughs> also thirsty for attention. Also thirsty for attention. Sure. Also just like getting up there in the years, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, we got to stop talking about Machine Gun Kelly, even though we're going to talk about it later on this podcast. Okay, next category, not worth the T, our favorite category. Amelia, start us off. Okay, so Katy Perry was named an ambassador for the British Asian Trust. And it says in a statement that Perry will be an ambassador for the Trust Children's Protection Fund for India as part of the major drive against child trafficking, which is great. But people were like, why not get someone who is like British Asian? You know, and she has like a history of kind of appropriating culture. It's just like, it's just weird. It's a weird choice. And the palace, I feel like, is just making a lot of weird choices lately. Mm -hmm. The pictures of her with Prince Charles are very, (laughs) very weird. It's just a weird combo. Nobody (laughs) ever wanted them in a picture together. I certainly didn't. Exactly. Um, Yeah, I don't love it. Next one. Uh, this week, the Olympics uniforms started being released for mm. this coming Summer Olympics. I'm going to say right now, Tea Time is going to get really into the Olympics, mm, yeah. like how we got really into the Women's World Cup. Mm. All the things that don't matter in the Olympics, we're going to get really into, so stay tuned. Um, but I found out this week that skateboarding is an official 2020 Olympic sport. 
And I found out when I was scrolling Twitter and I saw these really ugly <laughs> uniforms that kind of looked like uh, it's a polo and it's khakis. Mm. And then they have a really ugly design. And they're the official Nike skateboarding uniforms. Literally, it's like the ugliest polo you've ever seen with some khakis that are cuffed and then some, like, really ugly Nikes. Well, the woman looks like she's just got off of a shift at McDonald's. It's really bad. And they have to—the Olympic athletes have to, like, compete in this. I mean, I guess they're just, like, skateboarding. I don't know what that entails, but come on. We can't do better than that. Uh, The French ones are also really bad. They're also Nike. Also polos, but then one of them's, like, a one-piece, like, kind of looks like a janitorial jumpsuit thing. It literally is. Yeah. So, just kind of a bummer for the Olympians out there who have to roll up in this. But skateboarding as a sport, you don't need to be all done up or padded or anything like that. It's the culture of the sport where you got to be kind of laid back and, I guess. you know, relaxed, I suppose. I don't <laughs> I know. Suppose. Maybe there's I'm no coming back from by it. this, but yeah. I can't wait to find out more. <laughs> Next one. Can't um, believe we're talking about this. I, it's crazy. <laughs> so, in a shocking turn of events, an actual celebrity was unmasked on The Masked Singer. Like, this is huge. This Incredible. is huge. This is the first. It was Lil Wayne. He was revealed to be the robot. And now you're probably thinking, why in the fuck was Lil Wayne on The Masked Singer? Like, he doesn't need The Masked Singer. Well, he dropped an album, Funeral. So I think that's why he was on The Masked Singer. And again, he was the first person eliminated. So I think he must have had, like, some kind of a deal. Yeah. You know? To go out first, like, right when <clears throat> exactly. he was promoting. Exactly. And that's shady. Also— you can clearly tell it's him. Like, he has a very distinct voice. And it was just like, the moment you heard it, or the moment I heard it, I was like, that's Little Wayne. Like, duh. And he was saying that he did it for his kids. So sure. everyone was shocked. I mean, they're always, like, pretend to be shocked and stuff, but people were legitimately shocked. I got huh. bamboozled into watching, like, 25 minutes of The wow. Masked Singer because it came on after the Super Bowl, and my family didn't want to turn off the TV. And I never watched it before, Amelia. So my thoughts are that it's even more chaotic than you describe on the pod. Yeah. It's like you can't believe it until you watch it with you your own eyes. You really can't. And it's just going to get worse from here. So just so you <laughs> know. Um, and then also, really quick, Lil Wayne on this promotional tour, he went on Jimmy Fallon and he played a game of virtual Pictionary with Claire Danes and Lana Condor. And he had to draw Harry Potter, but it was like so clear he didn't know what Harry or like what Harry Potter looked like so he drew a bunch of squiggles and then a pot and people they were like what what and he was like it's Harry like hair Harry Potter what (laughs) how does Lil Wayne not I guess it's Lil Wayne how does he not know what Harry Potter is does he live under a rock (laughs) especially if he has kids I don't know or like lived through the 2000s I first I would be like okay he just like doesn't read books but like yeah. Uh, it's weird that Marilyn Manson can know so much <laughs> about that world. And in that same universe that we exist in every day, Lil Wayne knows oh nothing. <laughs> Makes you think. Much to, think, much about. to think about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ending with two really bad career choices that these celebrities are choosing to inflict on themselves. Sophia Richie is apparently going to try acting this year. <laughs> Why not? And she will not be on the new season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So... She's talking to Entertainment Tonight. I did feel bad because the quote, this first quote, not too bad. Second quote, bad. First quote is, for a while, I kind of held back on things because I was afraid of failure. But 2020 is the year of no fear. I'm going to be doing acting stuff real soon. So then I was like, oh, I feel kind of bad. This is nice. You know, she's fine. And then she said, the roles I'm reading for right now are kind of similar to me. They're like really easy for me to play. And I really, really enjoy it. So I'm assuming if they're very similar to Sophia Richie, not to generalize, but they're like extremely wealthy 
just like attractive, like freaking uh, social media. I didn't say it, but <laughs> sorry. But let that be on the record. Yeah, like just like a pretty girl. <laughs> right. Who I'm trying have a to think of, of like what roles are out there that she's reading for. Some CW shows, maybe. Maybe. So stay tuned for that. And then also, lastly, in other poor career decisions, Chris Pratt is making his own company. And a lot of actors and celebrities do this. They make their own production company. Mm. This is not that crazy, but he went on his Instagram stories showing everyone his new office. And he was singing the theme song to all of his, like, most famous projects like Parks and Rec, Guardians of the Galaxy, the Lego movie, whatever. And he was saying, this is a musical sneak peek at the walls inside my office. So grateful for each step of this wonderful journey. I've started a company— named Indivisible Productions. One Nation, Under God, okay. Indivisible. Our mission statement is to create entertaining content focusing on themes which will help bridge the growing divide in our country and world. You know, make the world a better place. No biggie. You're welcome. But it's whatever. Oh, my God. I could not hate this more. <laughs> Literally, fuck you, Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're going to say, yeah. That sums it up. All right, last category of the week is Tea Time's most unanswerable question. Guys, tweet us your thoughts at Tea Time underscore 33. Kate, go ahead. Truly an unanswerable question this week. For I me. hate you for this. You I need believe. to know that. There are literally no right answers to this question. We've talked about three truly reprehensible men on this podcast lately, and I felt the need to combine them into one question. <laughs> the first is Pete Davidson, just the Tea Time favorite. We haven't talked about him in a while, but we've talked about his counterparts, which I believe to be g Easy talked about previously on this podcast, and talked about Machine Gun Kelly. They're all kind of like friends, I think. At least I think Jeezy and Machine Gun Kelly are. Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly are. Um, they've all been dating very famous, very beautiful women lately, and I don't know how. <laughs> and I felt the need to categorize them in a way that we love a lot on Tea Time, which is fuck, Mary kill. So, FMK, you're all required to answer, including <laughs> Kaya. Pete uh. Davidson, Jeezy, Machine Gun Kelly, Liz and I... I kind of tried this in the office, and there's we were doing Google image searches, and we kept changing our minds. Wow. <laughs> there are literally no right answers, but you have to choose. Go. I keep killing each one of them. I keep going <laughs> back and switching who I want to kill, and that's because I want to kill all of them. Okay, oh. but— This is an unanswerable question. <laughs> I, I think genuinely, I think the only constant right answer is that you got to marry Pete Davidson. What? What? Yeah, agreed. What? No, 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 no. I was going to say, you got to kill him. What? No. <laughs> you got to kill Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun really? Kelly? Wait, but what yes. is the difference between Machine Gun Kelly and G-Eazy? Not much. I think Machine Gun Kelly is a little more chaotic. I think G-Eazy is sleazier. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly has a kid. What? That doesn't mean that much. Doesn't okay, no, but she like is in his Instagrams and he loves her a lot, okay? Okay, oh, I, okay nice. let's just go around. Amelia. Well, goddamn. Um... So I guess, God, okay, okay, the, you're gonna make fun of it's fine. Whatever. There are literally no right I know, answers. I know, I know, but it's still it's embarrassing. Um, I would probably f g easy. It's not like that bad looking. <laughs> yeah, right. sure, sure. Um, I would probably marry Machine Gun Kelly. Oh my god! What did you see the video of him, him dancing on the conference table this week? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. Okay. And then right. I would kill Jesus. Pete. Yeah. Wow. wow. I'm shocked by that. But I respect your autonomy. Kaya. Great. Um, all right. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> kill Machine Gun Kelly. Just, I just can't. I can't do yeah. it. Mary G. Easy. Wow. I don't know. I like went to one of his concerts once. It was wow. fine. It was really? <laughs> you on purpose? went to a G. Easy concert? <laughs> Did incredible. you pay for it? 
Yes. You did? <laughs> yes. Was he opening for perhaps a completely different person? No, I actually waited like two hours for him to come on. It was terrible. The fact that you, okay. I got my fake ID taken away. I'm so <laughs> just learning about this. The fact that you were so put out by this question. <laughs> meanwhile, you were holding that in. You love him. I'm not proud of it. You're I don't a fan. Love I'm not a fan anymore. <laughs> okay. Oh this my was god. Past tense. Okay, so you're so ki- Mary G's. Mary Jeezy, Kill Machine Gun. Kill Machine Gun and uh, <laughs> Pete <laughs> Davidson. Yeah! I hate this question <laughs> so much. Oh my God. All right, Liz Kelly. Mary Pete Davidson. Agreed. He's a troubled man, but. At least he's funny. He has a personality. Yeah, great sense of humor. He's also most huge, times. according to Ariana Grande, but I feel like. You're right. Honestly, it should be considered. <laughs> I Continue. will not comment on that. Um, uh, G Easy, honestly, if you look, if you Google image him, if he's not like all. Kaya's seen him in person. She doesn't need to Google him. Right. Um, How do you look in person, Kaya? It was fine. Okay. I was far away. I can't tell you. He looks like every dude on the street. He yeah. looks like a guy I see in an LA bar every single weekend. Machine Gun Kelly looks kind of scarier. Don't love the bleach blonde. Uh, so I'm going to kill Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Mary P. Davidson. I guess. Yeah. I guess F the G-Z, Whatever. <laughs> F the G-Z. Okay. I, I don't know why I say myself for last. I'm going to Mary P. Davidson. I genuinely, like, cannot get the Fenty sucking out of my mind. Yeah. Like, I actually, like, cannot do it. I have to kill Jeezy. I think I have to fuck Machine Gun Kelly. Wow. I'm not proud of oh. it, but I, like, truly cannot get the sound of him sucking the Fenty yeah. off her cheek out of my mind. I can't do it. All right. All right. Kate, Great answers, I guys. I truly resent you for this question. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right. Let's finish it off. I'm happy that we're not ending on that note. Mine is much more pure. Okay? <laughs> Jared Leto, Instagram this week. It's a photo of... Jared Leto, Liam Hemsworth, mm. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and then mm. a Rise Nation like celebrity fitness chase, trainer Jason Walsh after a workout. And they all pose and like, I don't know why, but they're smiling <laughs> at the camera. My question is, looking at this photo, which I'll show you all, who is your ideal workout partner, including the trainer of this group? Wow. Um, okay, I feel like we can't do the trainer because that's really boring. I would be too scared to work out with Liam Hemsworth. He looks too good in this picture. I think I would go with Jake Gyllenhaal just because, like, my answer too. he likes to bike. He's a fan of Soul Cycle. Like, I, you know, I get that. Don't you think Jared Leto would be the best? No, he's creepy. He <laughs> is really creepy. <laughs> he, yeah, no. But with a workout partner, you got to high five each other. You got to pull each other up. You got to spot each other. I don't want to touch Jared Leto. You I think- feel like he's like he's like Rah! like. Getting into it the whole time. He was like one of those method actors, you know? He oh, like yeah. or, sent like dead animals to like his if Suicide were, Squad co-stars. If you were doing like yoga, he would probably try to position you. Oh, oh. I don't like that. Although Jake Gyllenhaal can position me if he wants. <laughs> oh my God. Rick, why did we end on this category? I'm choosing Liam Hemsworth because if I fall, Rise Nation is a class. My roommates take it all the time. You climb upwards on a little machine. Oh, you would just fall into his arms. Fall into his arm. Wow. I would accidentally slip. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, whoops. Anyway, that's my answer. All right. Okay, that is all the time we have left. Thank God. Thank, God. <laughs> Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.